Let me tell you, I got a few thoughts about that Jess yeah. Wakefield. I would not want her to walk me. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Not How I Remember It podcast. It's Mandy. And I am Jenny. And today we are going to be reading, uh, well, we're not going to be reading it to you. <laughs> audiobook and not a podcast, but <laughs> We are going to be reviewing the much-requested Sweet Valley High. Yes. First book in the series, Double Love, by Francine Pascal, which is interesting because I don't know if your copy says it, but I know a bunch of them are Francine Pascal, like apostrophe F, like Francine Pascal's. Oh, my gosh. Yes, and this is why. She didn't actually write them. No. With the idea and sold the idea, and then had ghostwriters actually write them. Oh, she, I knew that, but I never realized there was an apostrophe. Well, there you have it. Wow. And, yeah, she didn't – She, I knew that she didn't write them. Well, I mean, oh, I knew that, I think, a bit later on. And then I read some articles about her. Well, she's about 80 years old now. Good for her. And um, she had written some other fiction books that I should have written down, but I did not. And she uh, was at dinner or lunch with somebody, and they said, hey, why is there no teen soap books or teen soaps on TV like Dallas for teens? You know, this was obviously before the 90210. Yeah phase came through and um she was like oh so she tried to sell it to tv and they were like eh, not interested and then she had some sort of book thing coming up and they were like yeah you know what uh let's do that but she's like no i don't really want to write it i just have here's the idea and i'll give it off to other people to write mm. Which i still kind of don't understand that but well how do we get into that because i got a lot of ideas <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of ideas, but don't want to do the work. So if I, we could get on that publishing train, we could be, mm-hmm. you know, living wonderful lives as well in our 80s, being well-known authors. Yeah, I, and I, I wrote here in my notes, I'm like about ghostwriters, and then I, I read several interviews by Francine, and it left me more confused. So <laughs> I, I just didn't quite understand her. And in fact, hold on, I have to show you this, uh, you... People out there won't be able to see it, but somebody did a picture of her. They painted a picture, which, okay, here is the picture. Wait, what? I'm showing it to your face. Okay, you can't even see it. Dang it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to Google it or send it. it, (laughs) This is totally not working. I'm saying I can't see it. I can't see it. I'll, I'll text it to you. But it is like, this bizarre caricature where she looks a little bit like a man and it was in like entertainment weekly and i was like did she did she okay this picture not you know whatever i don't want to offend anybody but (laughs) it just it didn't seem to capture her looks very well for a picture that was an entertainment magazine and it's a tell-all after you know 35 years and she attributes its longevity to the universal agony of the adolescent experience Hmm. 
I'm not sure what experience she's had because the people <laughs> in the book didn't have anything like the experience I had. <laughs> Do you want to give a little summary of what happened in this novel? We can yes, I, uh, I have the book. I have in the cover on my book, copyright is 1983, and that's uh, it's the old one where mm. um, they're all in pastels and uh, varsity-style lettering. So everything was... 1983 up to code like they used all those words and i don't know if your book was uh in crete i don't even know what i'm saying hi happy new year's eve um i it, it just had all the you know nothing was changed and so uh here's a little blurb from the back double love will jessica steal todd from elizabeth Elizabeth and Jessica Wakefield are identical twins at Sweet Valley High. They're both popular, smart, and gorgeous, but that's where the similarity ends. Elizabeth is friendly, outgoing, and sincere, nothing like her twin. Snobbish and conniving Jessica thinks the whole world revolves around her. Trouble is, most of the time it does. Jessica always gets what she wants at school with friends and especially with boys. This time, Jessica has set her sights on Todd Wilkins, the handsome star of the basketball team, the one boy Elizabeth really likes. Now it's a game of double love with Todd at first prize. Oh no, as with, let's go again, with Todd as first prize. Elizabeth doesn't want to lose him, but what Jessica wants, Jessica usually gets, even if it ends up hurting her sister. Meet the Wakefield twins, their guys, and the rest of the gang at Sweet Valley High. Okay, well, so that is, I, unfortunately, uh, not unknowingly, I bought the uh, 2008 edition, which is okay. much uh, very oh yeah had a very sort of hills vert like <laughs> it does right we're steven yeah <laughs> and um i the background is different in that and in mine todd is a football player not basketball player oh so what a we weird might have some to... we might That's have weird. some interesting things to discuss um including the so whole sort of revision did i say whore the whole <laughs> Well, there was one of those, too. But the whole uh, idea of revising books, uh, we'll, we can talk about that at the end. But So interesting. So we'll see here when we discuss yeah. if we have the same sort of... So what I was going to share, my history with Sweet Valley High yeah. is that I used to read a lot, um, which is, I guess, why we're doing this podcast. And I used to always get them at Crown Books, little store in Deerbrook Mall, and, you know, I'd go in, I, I can see exactly where they are, and they were all lined up in their pretty pastel colors, and, and I would go, and I would look, and, you know, I would buy them in order, because I follow the rules, and it was the worst if you were like, okay, five, six, seven, nine, wait, no, I need eight today, and, you know, I just, I really, really enjoyed them. I, like, I really liked them. That's awesome. I remember reading this one. I don't know that I read others. Um, I, it wasn't really like my draw, but I had friends who like you were like waiting till that new one came out. Yeah. A big deal to go to Walden books at our mall mm -hmm. to get it, um, to go to their mall bookstore and pick it up. That was, that was exciting stuff. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I wasn't as connected with these books. Um, maybe rereading it now. Uh, I can see why, but, um, 
Well, yeah, and then I was surprised that I I was, and but I don't want to bash it because like I loved it, and everybody loves it, and as I'm right. reading it, I'm like, what? I know. Well, here's what I thought. So, I thought this is why The Bachelor and Bachelorette are so popular. The Bachelor and Bachelorette remind me so much when I was reading this book about sort of how people are edited to be just bad or just perfect and good. Ooh, that's right? good. Yeah. And um, there's all this drama about who's going to get the rose or who Todd Wilkins was going to take to the dance. And so I was like, this, this is why people of our generation and, and younger too, but I have a lot of friends who are heavily invested in the Bachelor franchise. Yeah. And said yes because they all read sweet valley high books and now that yes sweet valley high i get it there's a craving for that sort of like you know i always thought it'd be fun to have a twin and this sort of you know got rid of that illusion in my head because it was really like evil twin good twin good twin right right and i was like that you know that's how you know the bachelor always edits people no one is like Oh, they made a mistake. They're always like the conniving evil person or they're like, oh, yes. they're good and sweet and they rescue blind dogs. So yeah. <laughs> felt about Jess and, and Liz in this book. Yeah, no, that's really interesting because I think that's kind of how uh, everything is looked upon a lot of the time. It's good or bad. There's nobody ever does any research to figure out what the actual story is and and I think that we always want to classify things in good or bad. And we forget that it's and, but it could be this, you know, right. and this book very much plays into that fact yeah. of one, one or the other. So you have to be on Jessica's side or Elizabeth's side. And yeah. I mean, the book kicked right off with their looks like three words in. <laughs> right. Well, and I just, I wondered I mean, I, I struggled to read this because I was not enjoying it. Um, but I wondered if it changes over time. Do we see more of Jess's character develop? Um, and do we see Liz maybe has a few faults? Uh, so it almost made me want to read more to be like, come on, please. This, this couldn't have been a, like a, you know, 30 book series if they didn't have a little bit more character development. So it almost made me want to buy book number two and see what yeah. was going on. Yeah, no, that's true. Cause that's what I was thinking too. I'm like, I love, I really liked these books and I don't remember so much. I mean, I guess that's what the podcast about. That's not how I remembered it, but I, I didn't remember at all that. I mean, I, I just wanted to like Jessica to shut up. Like, like the whole time she just, I mean, I guess maybe that's it. You, you side with one and the other is the enemy and you're, rooting for one person on one side but it was very hard to to grasp and yeah I wonder if they do but then I also was reading like little blurbs of future books you know like uh -huh. and it gets so soap opera-y and I was like that's ridiculous and then I'm like okay it's coming from the one who used to tape General Hospital and watch it when I got I home from school and then somebody's an alien or somebody's like <laughs> You know, like in a cage with dogs. I mean, I'm like, what? Why are you having a hard time with this when, like, you completely believed, you know, General Hospitals? There was a guy named Grant or something, and he like put someone in a cage, and there was a dog, and there was, and I was like, oh, I can't believe that, you know. And but I was like, okay, I suspended my disbelief for that, but right. I had um, a lot of those same issues, and I was like, oh, this book, and then I was like, but hold up, like rewind. When I was in high school, 
my BFF and I had huge crushes on these boys that were my, my older brother's friends. Mm-hmm. The point where if one of them called the house, I like immediately had to call her up and be like, oh my goodness, you're not- <laughs> who just called my house like didn't talk to me like all I was like yeah the phone's for my brother right (laughs) yeah I just talked to this guy on the phone so I was like you know it 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 was impressive to me that someone sort of could encapsulate that sort of high school high level of drama in terms of because I when I think back to it Yes, I was sort of like mm-hmm. fixated on that notion of like, oh, maybe someone will ask me to the dance, you know, and it was a little over dramatic, right? It was, yeah. I'm trying, it, I tried to sort of think back to my, my high school self to sort of give it some more credit than I was giving it, reading it as an adult. Yeah, and these books were definitely not aimed at adults. So, you know, 40 something year olds. And, and I also, you know, you you forget how the phone was a huge thing. I mean, you didn't know who was calling you and to pick up the phone and see who it was. And the phone was a really, really big deal. And it was like a yeah. blind call. Oh my God. You know, that <laughs> right? was before caller ID and stuff. Right. And I mean, I know because I, I never answer my house phone now. No. I have imagined not sprinting to try and get to the phone first when I was in high school. So yeah, no, Agreed. Uh, yeah, we should probably talk about some of the, the things that occurred in the book in case um, someone hasn't read it as recently as us. There's yes. um, also there's drunk driving that takes place. Yes. Car racing, which I don't, do people still race cars? I don't know. That felt a little dated to me. I do. And um, Todd in my book was driving a Datsun. I don't know if that's what yeah, he was I don't remember, but it was a, I think they just referred to it as a junkie car. Like, okay, so. didn't have yeah. a nice car. But I do, this was another part of my problem reading the book. I actually went to high school with a Todd Wilkins. Oh, no. <laughs> and no offense to Todd, but he just wasn't my type, right? <laughs> Todd Wilkins. So to keep continue to read on every page about dreamy Todd Wilkins. And they always seem to use both his first and last name. Like Jordan Catalano. Yeah. (laughs) So I couldn't just be like, oh, there's just Todd in the book. It's Todd Wilkins. And I was like, yeah, yeah, trouble with that. So, but like I said, no offense to Todd that I went to high school with. Um, I'm sure, you know, that many others were clamoring to date him. It just wasn't me. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, Jess sort of blocks her sister from talking to Todd. She doesn't. Right. That happens like on the first page. And like, she's like, oh, it's not there. And I feel like Jessica and like now she would sort of be described as a narcissist and maybe someone Uh, would take her for some counseling, you know? I mean, she was kind of gaslighting her sister. Like, Liz, that's not what I said. Why are you doing that, Liz? You know, and then Liz is like, oh, I'm sorry, Jess. You know, and Jess gets hysterical. She might have had a little bipolar. She gets hysterical at like, or she was a very good actress, you know, which might be both. You know, at the drop of a hat, she was like really, really freaked out. And then another... Thing was that her so of course they lived in Sweet Valley, California, and they lived in a nice house, but not the nicest houses because those were up on the hill and belonged mm-hmm. to the Fowlers and the Patmans. 
And those two families were like the Hatfields and McCoys, you know, they were just always fighting about stuff. And one of the stories was that Jessica's father is lawyer and there was like a problem with, um, apparently they rented the land the football field was on, which I don't. Okay, that was the same as on mine. Understand like, what? No. And so then like the... One family wanted to build a garden, and then the other family wanted to build a factory. I'm like, who is going to build a factory next to the high school and get rid of the football field? Like, why is this a plot line? Mine is a strip <laughs> a strip mall they were going to build. Oh, okay. So, but yeah. I thought the same thing, too. I was like, number one, the school let the lease lapse on the football fields. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's a big thing in California. I don't know. And that the dad was the attorney. There was also that dad's having an affair that was just sort of swept under the rug with a fun dinner all together. Right. And then it it was like building up, building up. He's having an affair. He's having an affair. Oh, no, she just wants to make partner. Oh, well, then why are you following her to her house late at night? Like, can't you work in the office? It it just seems like a cop out. And then it was the fastest moving court case ever in the world because... They, like, walked out of the building one day to protest this football field's going to be taken away. And then, like, the next day, everyone was at court, and it was decided. (laughs) I found entertaining. I was like, wait, whoa, we figured those out real quick. And it was saved. And then the whole school, at first, they were protesting, and, you know, nobody got in trouble. They were just outside. And Jessica rounded up the cheerleaders, and the football team was there. And, yeah, it just was a little bit ridiculous. You know, but when you are in high school, I mean, that is very important. Like, the sports and stuff right. is important Absolutely. to you, you know. Yeah. You don't think about, like, the adult ramifications of a football field. You're just mad that someone's trying to take it away. Yeah, absolutely. So. Absolutely, because that's a significant a significant part of high school, you know, that that team, that mm-hmm. school spirit. So um, I did – oh, man, I struggled with Jess. She did so many things. But when she went out with Todd Wilkins and he didn't kiss her, and then uh-huh. she eventually came in and accused him of assault. <gasps> yes. And her sister was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, Liz was just like, all right, this, I, I guess. Yeah, I guess that was bad. He shouldn't have done that. Right? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, maybe she was so mad at her for that Jessica pretended to be Elizabeth at the bar. So maybe she yeah. was just like, well, did that happen in your book? No, not at a bar. Yeah, okay. But when she got arrested by the police at the car racing incident. <laughs> did you have that episode? Oh, wait, it was car racing? Okay. Yeah. No, no, there was no. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we're having different storylines. So. In this book, uh, that guy, what was his name? Was his name Ronnie? Uh, I don't remember, but maybe. <laughs> he seemed, he seemed. Okay, let's call him Ronnie. Let's call him. Ronnie. Um, so he picks up Jessica and takes her to this bar called Kelly's. And then there's like a brawl and then the police come and they're, <laughs> and she's, gets put in a police car and the police officer thinks that Jessica is Liz because he apparently doesn't know right. they're twins. And she doesn't doesn't say, no, 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 I'm doesn't Jessica. So, you know, but then the whole, the, the whole school thinks Liz went to a bar and nobody questions it. You know, not even her best friend. Yeah. Okay, so mine was similar. Mine was um, that, that yeah. Ronnie picks her up drunk and she continues to ride with him in the car. Yeah, bad choice. And they go to like this abandoned... A, under area oh. under a bridge where they're going to race cars <laughs> like it's straight out of Greece or something. 
which I thought, oh, this has got to no. be legit from the original book because this seems something people would do in the 70s, certainly not in 2008. But maybe this was like a Fast and Furious <gasps> yes, yes. reference by throwing in the car racing. And then the police showed up. She tried to leave and he wouldn't let her leave. And so Ronnie wouldn't let uh, <laughs> Jess leave. So the police showed up. And the police officer's younger sister was friends with Liz. So he thought she just, he just assumed she was Liz yes, and she never corrected yes. him. So, so that part, that part was similar, but yeah. And I do, I do want to say, I thought Liz held her tongue far too much. Yes. I, I don't have a sister. I don't have girls, but I have nieces. And let me tell you what, if one of them has run wronged by the other, not only will the sister know it, but everybody in the house yes. will know it. So I thought, I can't believe that Liz is not at least calling her sister out on a few of these things, like stealing the car or whatever the case may be. Yes, I thought that too. Yeah, I'm like, get, get a backbone, Liz. Just, you know, stick up for yourself. And if you're not going to tell anyone else, at least tell Jessica that you're pissed off. But then Jessica would cry and maybe she just wanted her to stop crying. Right. So. Right. She didn't want to deal with the drama. Yeah. So, well, this brings up a very interesting point about these newer published updated yeah. editions, right? We saw this with um, Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret, and um, we see it again with a Sweet Valley High, um, and to sort of, what, what are your feelings about the updated edition? Yeah, it's, I don't, I don't like updated editions because, I mean, they, they miss something a little bit. And I get, you know, I get that it's like a teenage book, but, you know, Laura Ingalls Wilder <laughs> didn't get updated. And I think that these books should kind of be left alone, especially, I mean, a, going to a bar is still a relevant thing people do today. I don't know why they would have had to change that to like a, a car race. Me that either. doesn't even make sense. And yeah, I don't like that when they update them. My favorite books growing up were these Betsy Tacy books and they took place around the turn of the century. And uh, you, I mean, you have to, you can't change, you know, just when automobiles were starting and you can't change that. I mean, you can't, you can't change main points about the book. Yeah. And I, I think they kind of underestimate what kids are going to read and what they're not going to read because that's how you learn history and stuff is when you keep true to the original story and the original context in the story. I mean, I understand, you know, maybe a couple things here or there, but I mean, the books were made in the 80s, but I guess, you know, the whole advertising wise, teenagers are a big market. And so that perhaps could be why. Yeah. In this book, it sort of really took me out of it because of what we are, like, what we're doing here. Like, we want to reread yeah. the books that we read as, as youth, right? So, oh. when, in my book, they had cell phones, right? And so, I was like, well, cell phone. So, it immediately, like, pulled me out of the book because I'm trying to read it, like, yes. from my high school perspective, right? Well, in my now adult perspective. And so, that really took me out of the book. But in general, it doesn't really bother me when they revise it. I, I kind of understand it for realistic mm -hmm. fiction to sort of keep it relevant. Otherwise, then it becomes historical fiction. And, you know, maybe they're not as, like, kids aren't as interested in reading something that looks like it took place in the 70s. I'm like, would I have wanted to read a book that looked like it took place in the 60s? Yeah, I mean. And I was like, but I did read some, like you said, like Little House on the Prairie and books like that. But so, I don't know. I kinda, I'm kind of, I understand the, the changes that they make to keep it relevant and, you know, changing covers and, and making them more appealing. 
But I also, I, you know, as an adult reading these, I sort of wanted to, I'm going to be more closely watching the copyright date of the book I purchased from <laughs> now on for, for this purpose. Yeah. And not every teenager was like teenage. My dog just jumped on the bed. Hi, Milo. Um, <laughs> I, okay, um, Milo, pay attention. Okay. Um, no, but- Milo liked this book. More like the last book, and Milo likes this yeah. one. Oh, he left. He got bored. He did not care for the book. No. Oh, it's like, no. Let me tell you, I got a few thoughts about <laughs> yeah. that just week. I would not want her to walk me. But I know, I guess for relevancy's sake, yeah, and not everybody's like me where they'll be like, ooh, I'm going to look that up and see what that meant. You know, not everybody does that. That's just something that I do. Um, even now yeah. as an adult, it takes me a long time to get through, like, books and say episodes of the crown where I have to Google the real life people and, and see what was actually going on and why it was like that. But yeah. And I guess I don't like change either. So uh, it's, it's good that I had the original book and even in, in a book that I read and one of the characters moved in my head, I'm like, she didn't move. Just keep her in your head in the old house. So don't, <laughs> don't ask me about change because I do not embrace it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. Well, overall, see, when I was just reading it overall, I didn't like it. But once I was done and I sort of looked back on it and had a little perspective of, okay, but what did I think when I was in high school? Um, I I kind of appreciated it more um, than I did when I was currently reading it. Um, And I did want, was interested to see the character development in future books. So maybe we'll read another Sweet Valley High. Yeah, we'll have to, yeah, see if it gets any, because then in the cliffhanger, Enid had a problem, and I was like, ooh, and that was always drew me in, you know, ooh, what's, what's going to happen next? And, and I, I feel like if Jessica was a character today, she would be always, she would be like an Instagram influencer, and she would always be like humble bragging, you yes. know? <laughs> yes, and, yes, and, yes, yes, hashtag blessed. <laughs> <laughs> Voluntary leave. Absolutely. Me on the back. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you are right. I feel like everything out of her mouth was kind of an insult to everybody else, which, you know, obviously stems with some sort of insecurity problem. But it, as an adult, it kind of drove me nuts. But it, you know, as a teenager, I may have been a little more sympathetic torture or maybe it should have been opposite <laughs> my right. adult self is kind of an ass but yeah or or as a as a teen you really did you you know I certainly felt like there were people I was like oh I don't like them they're they're so mean and awful yeah. and you know probably they weren't but you know like they said something mean or they gave my friend a, a dirty look <laughs> across the hall or something right <laughs> So I thought, like, okay, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut Francine some slack here because I, I'm sure there was a lot of that misunderstanding drama when I was in school. Oh yeah. Um, that as an adult, I would be like, talk to the person, right? Um, and so, um, so yeah. So while I, like I said, I didn't love it rereading it. Um, once I was finished with it and sort of stepped back from it and thought about it. Uh, I was glad that I did because it was uh, kind of fun to sort of reminisce about high school mm-hmm. and my feelings in high school and uh, and just sort of the, the the sort of fun of this book. There wasn't anything like deep. No, and it it again was like a quick a quick read, and it 
the you know moral of it though yeah. is that it got a lot of people reading. Absolutely. And whatever gets you reading, I think, opens other doors to read other stuff. And, you know, it was kind of like the socially Absolutely. acceptable book to read because everyone was doing it. You know, if you had some John Steinbeck, people might have been like nerd. But if you're like, but I also read Sweet Valley High, then, right. you know, it was acceptable. Absolutely. I think you're right on. Anything that gets kids reading is a it, win. Totally a win. And I also, um, I saw that there have been other incarnations of it, none of which I read. Uh, they were younger than they were maybe a little bit older. They, they were never divorcees. Yeah, we could write that. Like <laughs> Sweet Valley divorcees. Um, Ooh, yes. <laughs> that's our moneymaker. Uh, and then a movie has been in the I think that's Real Housewives, isn't <laughs> it? It totally is. The, the movie was going to be written by the one who wrote Juno, Diablo Cody, and it just never was oh. getting, getting oh, yeah. made. But, but perhaps because it didn't really have a plot. But... <laughs> You know, it's sort of still trying to be made. I I don't know. That yeah. would be a good thing or not. Interesting. There was a TV show too, was, I believe. Yes. With the Daniels twins. Yeah. I don't think I watched it. I just, well, I just know a little too much useless TV trivia. So. Well, awesome. It was a good book. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, I don't know if it was a good book. It was a, it good, was a read. good read. How's that? Yeah. It was not, I don't know if it was a good book, but it was a good read because it really, uh, caused me to have a lot of feelings towards it. <laughs> yeah, it did. I'm glad that we reread it. Yes, I, I I did like it, even though I was angry at it because it didn't, it, it wasn't quite as enjoyable as it was when I was, you know, 13. But uh, yeah, it was nice to revisit Sweet Valley. All right. Well, that is it for uh, our third episode. If you have that you would like to suggest or you have comments about this book. Maybe you read the whole Sweet Valley series and you can tell me that Jess becomes a likable individual. Uh, you can uh, hit us up on Instagram at not how I remember it. Or uh, you can email us at not how I remember it at gmail.com. And please uh, like and follow us on all the podcast platforms uh we'd love for you to follow us and hear all of our future books yes because we've got a bunch more coming up we're so busy reading yes bye, bye.